0: Fuck the game! All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck nicks? What the fuckeristas? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is WTF, my podcast. Welcome to it. How's it going today? Today on the show, we begin a, a series of shows that are going to revolve a bit around uh the tv show the netflix show glow which i am part of uh they're not uh, you know specifically promotional interviews they are interviews like i do they're 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 all great talks today i talked to betty gilpin and allison brie my co-star is on the show i've never talked to uh betty before i've talked to allison here before and uh, in the future i'll be talking to chavo guerrero i'll be talking to uh Kia Stevens I'll be talking to Genji Cohen I'll be talking to the showrunners but you know we're going to tear it out you know throughout the next month or so but it's exciting and you know I'm starting to feel the excitement of being part of something that I entered just sort of like well this will be fun this should be cool this is a new thing and now like it seems that people are enjoying the show uh, which is great because it's a great show and it premieres this Friday on Netflix. Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, and uh, I, I'm I'm thrilled. Uh, tomorrow I'm doing the Today Show and I'll also be doing uh, uh, Stephen Colbert's show tomorrow night. We'll see how people like it, and and that's that's that. I hope you do like it. And then I'm going to take the summer off, kind of, not really. Obviously, I'm still going to be doing the podcast and. Uh, Yeah, I've been doing uh, some stand-up despite the fact that I thought I was going to take time off. And I realized, uh, you know what? That's ridiculous. I've never done that in my entire life. But something weird and good is happening on stage for me right now. And I I don't know if I can explain it to you. I can kind of explain it to you. Should I explain it to you? Let me get some business out of the way. Uh, I got some news to tell you. uh, And this is for everybody who likes podcasts. Uh, you, You may have heard that our partners at Howl. Uh, acquired stitcher i don't know if you heard that i don't know if you're you're in that loop but uh, today is the launch of stitcher premium the new subscription service that brings all the best free and premium podcasts together under one roof it's got the same great content as Howl. we're on there our archives are on there all of them completely ad free all 800 however many they're all there there's also a new feature with WTF bonus content, rarities, outtakes, and remembrances that weren't previously available in our archives. And also, don't forget all the Mark and Tom shows I did with Tom Sharpling. There's, there's literally, honestly, more than 250 hours of exclusive original shows and over 120 comedy albums. Uh, everything that's on Howl, Uh, is on Stitcher Premium, all that stuff. And now with Stitcher, you don't have to switch apps to listen to your favorite free podcasts along with all the premium stuff. It's all in the same place, people. If you're a Howl subscriber, you can migrate right over to Stitcher. You'll get the same stuff you're getting now at the same price, and all your playlists, favorites, and listening history can be transferred right over. If you aren't a premium subscriber yet, start your free trial at stitcherpremium.com slash WTF. And with the promo code WTF, you get 20% off the Stitcher premium subscription. Just go to stitcherpremium.com slash WTF for all the stuff. That's how you get it. That's where all the stuff is. All the WTF stuff and all the stuff I was telling you about. So stand up. Stand up comedy and me. Last night I went out to the comedy store, as I do, because that's where I work. The comedy store is amazing. They put new bathrooms in the back hall. The fact that I think I've said that already <laughs> on this show is disturbing to me. The, the level of excitement I have over the new bathrooms, though they do have one of those sensor faucets, you know, where that sense your hands. And uh, yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't comply with those. I don't uh, I don't uh, I, I'm non-adaptive. I don't know what your experience with them is, and I feel like I've probably talked about this before in my life, but I I never have anything but a completely uh, unintentional uh, comedy of errors. A slapstick evolves, a classic slapstick evolves every time I I have to engage with a sensor-based faucet. Uh, it never comes out and when I pull my hands away, it comes out. then when I put them under, they, it comes out for a second, but it doesn't stay coming out and then I move around and then I pull them away and then it comes out when I pull away. I, I really think that for all of those faucets, there should be another uh, a, a little uh, uh, faucet uh, apparatus that's directly in line with your face. So after you know doing that for like five minutes trying to get water to come out on your hands, it just blasts your face with water and then the, then the piano music starts. And that's the end of the reel. Now, your movie. So, you know, for me, stand-up is very, you know, life or death. Uh, you know, every time I step on stage for most of my career, I have felt that I got to splay myself open, lay it all bare, be in the present, you know, kind of work within it and 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 get riled up and, and, you know, take on personal demons or outside demons or whatever the hell I'm doing up there. But it's always been uh, a relatively exhausting process that you know i need to i seem to need to do to write and then when i sort of tap out and i've dumped i dumped most of my material i've got a special coming up later in the year with netflix that i just recorded in minneapolis it's like where do you go and part of my brain this time as i told you before was to just bail for a while just take a break and it, and i don't it's not you know stand up is what i am and that's where i started and it's who i am and it's how i've become who i am in all forms really it is the uh the, the 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 core thing that uh, i've always done and i, I there's no way it, it it's just i can't there's no way i'm going to take time off it but what i realized the last couple times i went up is that i'm i'm writing you know my brain's become fluid again now that i don't have dread and anxiety over you know moving towards a special or you know you know putting the book together the uh, the book that's coming out waiting for the punch uh the WTF book and you're uh, or putting you know time into the Marin show or the you know glow or whatever that, you know, now it's all sort of behind me for now. And all I'm doing here is the podcast. And now I have my life back and my brain back and it's become fluid again. Sometimes, you know, you got to do whatever you got to do to get your brain fluid. And now I'm starting to write things down. I'm engaging. I'm driving around, listening to music, driving slowly, not in a hurry to get anywhere, thinking, doing the job, the nuts and bolts job of creating yeah uh, in the way that I create to put my stuff out there. And the ideas are coming and I'm going up on stage and it, this is the first time I've really done this consciously. I'm sure I've done it before where I'm kind of working jokes where I'm not, you know, I'm just talking, but you know I have these ideas and and some of them are kind of coming out structurally as jokes which is sort of new to me a lot of times this structure has to you know reveal itself through deconstruction through you know rambling and talking and finding laughs and then you know sort of uh, trimming it down and now they're kind of coming to me a little bit fully formed give or take and it's sort of exciting to know that like I can just go on stage and do that I, I, I you know I'm, I'm wary to admit it but I'm, I've been the last couple times I've had a really good time on stage I usually have a time, I'm usually excited that I'm doing it and present and, and, and engaged, but now it's sort of like, yeah, I wonder if this is going to work. I'm getting that thing back again. I wonder if that's going to work. And I don't care if it doesn't. I think that's the key to it. I think that's the big difference between being an amateur and, and you know, a fucking veteran at this point. Is that like, nah, so what if a joke doesn't work? Who gives a shit? See if you can make it work or move on for fuck's sake. So, what has happened in the last week or so? I know the last time I talked to you, I was recording a few days previous. I guess, uh, you know, what we've learned in recent news is that uh, mentally ill people with legally bought weapons and, and legal weapons in general can do horrible, against the law, tragic fucking stuff, no matter who they are or what they've done in their life. Mentally ill people with legally purchased weapons can cause carnage. We learned that. We also learned that the power of Shakespeare uh, persists, that the timelessness of literature persists, remains relevant, that the greatest literary talent of all time can still be provocative and exciting and challenging. That's an amazing feat and i've told you many times on this show that you know i'm not you know it's taken me a lot to come around to shakespeare i i don't uh, i i'm not easy to it i have a hard time with the language but like i just recently shared with you i went to see a production of othello in new york that uh, took place entirely uh, in a military barracks that was not the way shakespeare wrote it but in order to keep the text and the the genius and the message and the art of Shakespeare Alive for years now, for decades, for centuries, people have been doing it uh, in different modes, different places, different settings without, you know, really diminishing the, the Bard's text in order to make it palatable and relatable and provocative to modern audiences or, or specific audiences or whoever how do you keep Shakespeare relevant? It's so exciting that Shakespeare is is now seeing a sort of a renaissance. It, you know, granted the attention it's getting was, uh, you know, recently, you know, driven by a, a new faction of right wing guerrilla theater artists. There's <laughs> there's a whole new there's a whole new right wing performance art brigade out there, spread out through the world, who are just uh, doing some performance art. Not not a great not not a great piece of performance art from my perspective, and I'm here or there with performance art. I'm I'm really here or there with uh, you know with theater. I mean, it could be bad, it can be good. Performance art can be bad, it can be good. You know, provocative is good, uh, risky is good. There's all kinds of art, and uh, by no means, if you're a creative person, if you're an angry person, if you make uh, imaginative, poetic things that uh, are hard to define, or if you make very cutting, incisive things, whether it's satire tragedy comedy whatever it is if it you create it you have the right to put it out in the world and uh, it's a beautiful thing To uh, provoke the uh, the cultural imagination, the zeitgeist, the uh, the the global imagination to 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 evolve the conversation, to do some mind blowing stuff with your creativity. That's the beauty of freedom and the freedom of speech and the freedom to do your art. You know, corporate sponsorship is not something that uh, a lot of artists can get. And that's probably better off sometimes. Because you can just go out there and do it. Shit, I have seen plays and burned-out gas stations with half the structure missing to make a point, and it was part of the play. That was, that was exciting. Art is exciting. There's always been amazing, sort of uh, disruptive uh, and and um, crass art of all kinds. It's all over the place, and it's beautiful. Even if yeah, no one knows it's happening, or even if it's just one person that whose mind is blown. How many times has your mind been blown by a piece of art, by a piece of theater, by a piece of performance, by just something you see on the street that was put there intentionally that wasn't even signed, but clearly was an act of expression? It's just it's sort of sad and a bit pathetic that, uh, you know, that reaction to uh, to Julius Caesar, which is the play about politics. It is the one historically, forever, for all time. And that, you know, any theater doing it has to consider modern politics in light of the theme of the show. There's been versions of it with Obama as Caesar, with Reagan as Caesar, with Nixon as Caesar, JFK as Caesar, and probably hundreds of others all over the world. It's the beautiful thing about a piece of timeless art that the message is always there. And that in order to make the message relevant to new audiences... You have to, you know, build around the text. And the message of Julius Caesar is democracy is fragile and the rule of law must be obeyed. And when you violate it, you get chaos. Plenty of art is political in nature. I mean, that's the nature of art. That's the nature of a whole world of art. Always has been. It is a way to speak your mind. It is a way to create a dialogue around things. Political art is, is a real thing. No matter how crass an act of art is, you know, in the culture we live in, it's going to be politicized. And, and uh, you know, if you're going to do it, stand up for it, own it, then deal with it. That's the courage of art. And quite honestly, I I don't know why so many people get involved who don't care about the art to begin with. If you don't like a play don't go if you don't know about a play and then you learn about it and you get upset about it without knowing anything about it and then you react to it and then build some sort of weird you know viral momentum to your reaction to it without you know having it founded in anything other than emotion with no knowledge of anything it's like what, what are you doing really here's what you do like if you see a piece of art you don't like you're like nah, not for me what happened to that what happened to the great tradition of like, yeah, I, I I get it, but not for me. I found it disturbing, not for me. I uh, I didn't enjoy it, not for me. Oh, that was, I think that was uh, morally challenging and, and, and maybe wrong-minded, not for me. I appreciate the person's right to put that out in the world, but not for me. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm not gonna go see that. I heard it wasn't good, not for me. What happened to that tradition of interaction with art you don't enjoy but I tell you I tell you something I like to see if somebody out there could write a a a sort of interesting kind of empathetic psychological one act about the people that uh, planned and then executed the disruption of Julius Caesar uh, that would be interesting to me so like uh, I'm putting that out there playwrights let's explore those lives that day What they thought would happen, why they did what they did, you know who are they? There's a one act I'd go see, but do it, do it, do it well. Be thoughtful. Don't overwrite it. Okay, can you do that for me? So now, folks, I'm very happy to uh, to share this conversation I had with uh, Allison Bree and Betty Gilpin, my my co-stars on the uh, upcoming show. Glow, The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, which premieres this Friday, June 23rd on Netflix. All the episodes will be available at once. So this is me talking to uh, to the women that I'm I'm working with. You want to put headphones on, smartass?
1: <laughs> well, I'm like, are you closing the door? Are we just going to do this with this door open? Sure, why not? No, because, you know... What?
0: Like, what do you think is going to happen?
1: Sound.
0: What do you? Oh, now you're worried about Seagulls. sound. <laughs> Pull the uh, mic in. Let's see if I get everybody. Talk.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Testing. Oh, testing. Yeah. Test, test. It Oh, we had so much that. fun. It was yeah. all a sisterhood. A real sisterhood. Wait, no
0: but I was in it.
1: It was, was all women. <laughs> all I remember was <laughs> no. only working exclusively with women. Wait,
0: I was in it. Yeah, you were the Warren Jeffs of on the whole project. The I know. I was the that guy. What?
2: Warren Jeffs, is that the? <laughs> you are Warren Jeffs, isn't that the guy?
0: Who? <laughs> Which guy? The guy the,
2: with the Sister Wives?
0: Uh oh yeah 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 that is him what yeah a, the creepy uh, Mormon off the grid guy.
2: Sure that that was you for us.
0: No, come <laughs> on. So wait, let's catch up. So you got married? No invite for me? No announcement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. When did when did you so get married? Allison Bree, I'll set you up oh, like that, dear. like radio. When did you get married?
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of February, uh-huh. we got married. Yeah. Very small. How small? 12 people at our house for the ceremony, our parents oh. and our brothers and sisters. Oh,
0: that was good. That's smart. Because you never know when you're going to have to do another one. You don't want to get too many people involved.
1: Sure. <laughs> uh- yeah, um, I guess I would say it was very intimate and special. It Really took okay. the pressure off. Okay, and then we had a we did have a like a pizza party. We rented out a little restaurant and had some for friends. the uh, reception
0: that I wasn't yeah. invited to. Yeah, yeah, um, that's nice.
1: We were like, let's have like sixty people. Sixty, like what's the amount where it's like a good make... amount of people, but Mark, not right. Mark. No, I like, get it, it. Makes sense not to have. Mark. I, I
0: understand how like on set you know communities work. <laughs> That when it's over, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Then Mm -hmm. next season, if we get one, like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I know.
1: Nobody from the show was there except Betty. Except for me.
0: Betty, (laughs) did you? (laughs) Betty, you're still married?
2: Still married. Got yeah. married in August, and, and we're still currently married. And is
0: that guy? Is he doing important things around the world?
2: That guy is doing important things around the world. He's working for a, a nonprofit that builds compostable toilets. And he was in Standing Rock forever and ever. And they're going to go to Africa, and you know, I'm going to sit at home and like go uh-huh. on Buzzfeed. Oh no, yeah. Yeah. We, we like do my part. Megan a lot of, of FaceTime show, mm-hmm.
0: Sky, Skyping from <laughs> yeah. weird countries. Yeah, yeah. So what about what have you been? Have you been acting, Betty? I'm going to go one one each like this for a while. Have you been doing anything on the stage or anything exciting in the downtime?
2: No, I. I've just been kind of um, getting reacquainted with my husband. We spent so much time apart oh. last year. I got married and then got back on a plane to go to L.A. and was kind of there until we wrapped. To so. do Glow. Betty
1: got married the, like two days after she and I did our final test for Glow. So she was flown to L.A. We auditioned our second our second time together. It was my fourth time auditioning for the show Total. Yeah. and And it was sort of like, well... Good luck with the wedding yeah. on Saturday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> wow.
0: Well, that's it's wild because I talked to Liz and Carly. I got some of the backstory
1: about um, our casting.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Like, uh, they knew you. Yes. For years. Yes. And they yeah. love you. They and were they like, did
1: not want to cast They were like, Allison,
0: we don't think she can do it.
1: I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, they brought me in so many times. And every time, I've never felt more like Ruth, the character, than when I would go in and just was fighting for the part. And they saw it, too. They told me after. They were like... You, we really became more and more like her as we kind of made you we just kept humiliating you until you like were groveling for the part
0: i won them over and it worked out
1: yeah it did so
0: you watched five of them yeah i've seen I watched five. five of them betty's
1: seen five yep. we all have
0: i think i think we all did very good
1: i love it I, yeah.
0: yeah that's good you can use this as practice for the junkets that are coming up <laughs> that we all have to do
1: i don't even need you know press can be a pain in the ass yeah. and i'm never been more excited to do press about something because i yeah. genuinely it
0: looks so fucking good
1: it looks good i like that it's like dirty 80s
0: yeah like, but but they're not hammering it over the head it was so yeah. done to t to a t that it doesn't look campy yeah. like it's just sort of like and it's not far enough back to where like everyone i kind of remember it like it doesn't <laughs> look it's <laughs> like watching an m- old vi- a movie mm-hmm. from the 80s a
1: videotape right
0: that kind of thing it's not you're like a the a 70s beta. where you're like that eh, looks stupid but the 80s is sort of like that eh, kind of fits in you know it's right. not it's, it's not alien back. Mark you're what? so
2: good in this really? show yeah
0: oh, this you is really good. are this is Do like you want to ask me some questions someone about that my choices
2: I was totally blown away. This is like your smoldering
1: Lebowski. Someone uh-huh. that I it's watched like... it with, they said Mark is a revelation.
0: A revelation. Yeah. And That's... I was, and I was like, what
1: about me? Uh-huh. You just watched it with me. You're okay. like, well, you're always. A <laughs> Could I get a little? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was nervous about it, you, you know, because I don't know, uh, I didn't know how to do that. But why? acting with you professionals? Why? Because like, I don't. Like I talked to Martin Landau in here. I had Kevin Bacon in here before, and I keep now I'm talking to actors about craft. Like I'm making up for the acting classes I never got by like asking that. like Martin Landau and things. So I like Martin Landau is me about the you know listening and about all this other mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm sitting there going like, oh fuck, I got to do that. <laughs> I got to integrate that into it.
1: Season two, you're just gonna be totally in your head. Am I yes. listening to yeah. it now? Or do I, what do I? Well,
0: the weird I... thing that. Well, you guys, I mean, I guess it happens to everybody, but there there's that moment where depending on what take you're on where you you you're very aware of what you're doing and it kind of mm-hmm, stinks mm-hmm. and you have to fight that somehow. Yeah. To mm-hmm. no, so like, it's okay, impossible. she's almost done and I'm going to do my thing.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I said worst. that a lot on this show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I agree. It's you do things so many times and then you hit a point where suddenly you're like, "Ooh, this sounds I'm just saying this line the same way every time yeah. now. I've fallen into this rhythm." But and then look, you have to freshen it up. For no, yourself. yeah, you got to
0: jump back into it, or yeah. like, yeah. But uh, I will say this: there are scenes that um, I found that most of my great scenes that that I I'm going to call great were with you guys, right? The yep. one in the kitchen with you, pretty I solid. That's a good I scene. love it. And then the, the we have a lot though, me and you.
1: I want more. I think we have more in the back five that I've not seen yet, and I know we have like better the car
0: stuff. on the way to the thing.
1: The, yeah. And then the thing. Yeah. I think
0: that was touching.
1: I agree. You and I and in I've a car. very touching. <laughs> Every time we're in the car, it's good. Yeah, Even it's, in, the, in episode five, yeah. me and Kate in the car yeah. is very sweet Where scene. I'm
0: chuckling at you, and then, yeah. I, and then I decide Betty I like said you. said I was
1: kind of flirting with you, and I was like, God.
0: Kind of? I didn't in the mean car to be scene.
1: playing that, but I just can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> there were
0: fireworks. She's kind of flirting with everybody in a desperate way, right?
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, R- the character, Ruth, the character. <laughs>
0: character oh,
1: um yeah <clears throat> yeah no actually no i actually i very much disagree with that i All right, think maybe i'm ruth...
0: mistaken neediness for flirting. she's needy yeah, but yeah. i
1: think there's nothing really sexual about ruth aside from like watching her have sex in the first episode <laughs> right you know
0: that well yeah that was uh you're, I, I don't think that guy could have handled that
1: He couldn't. (laughs) 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 Poor Rich. Oh, Rich Summer is so great. And he and I have known each other for a while, you know, for years because of Mad Men. And it was very funny to do my very first ever fully nude sex scene with him because he was like... Spoiler. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, no,
0: God. It, no, that's a good spoiler. That's oh, yeah. fine. That, that's that's okay. going to bring that's people in. On. No, no, no. It's um, good. That's one of the, That's not a spoiler. That's like, oh shit! <laughs> I got to watch that show.
1: And he's well, he and he was just such a gentleman, almost too much. Where he's just, you know, don't worry, I'm not looking at anything, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not touching you or looking at you. Yeah. And I was like, in you, fact, you I'm gotta, disgusted. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, I, I need you. I was grabbing yeah, his hand and like putting him way. on my ass. Yeah. So I was like, I need, I need a little something. Look! Look yeah. at me. <laughs> Don't break eye contact. It's look hard to do me. that,
0: right? Those yeah. things. Yeah, it's, it's it. fun.
1: Well, you have to. That's the thing. Is like, there's an endearing quality to someone that is the preferred thing that someone is kind of squeamish with it and isn't like, hey, hey, here right. we go, right? Yeah. But then it gets to a point where you're like, okay, now we're in it, and we gotta just commit to it, yeah, because. We're naked and I'm on top of you and like yeah,
0: yeah it's the worst a, would be that it doesn't look right. Like it's we're a, doing it. Who was it that once told me that it, it's a freebie? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is a weird job that we do where you're like, yes, I'm married, but I make out with people and sometimes <laughs> yeah. ride them naked, naked. like <laughs> right, with small flesh colored underwear on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not quite sure where you're
2: from or if you have siblings, <laughs> but I know
0: what. You <laughs> guys weren't on oh, set sorry. where I had to wear the cock sock. You when missed it. That? You wow. guys were gone. You missed my naked scene. Isn't
2: that a well, sad moment when you open your trailer door and you see just a little like The pack. cock sock? Yeah.
0: I <laughs> never, like, I was really not into doing, I didn't even do that on my show when there was a, a naked scene, We worked around it, but I was, the deal was, you know, it was in the contract that there might be nudity. And then when it came, everyone. Right. But when it came to me, I'm like, well, I guess it's only fair, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. And
0: it was just an ass shot and I, I felt okay about it. <laughs>
1: Oh, I can't I wait. That. You didn't know it? No.
0: With me and uh, Kate. Kate are, you know, in bed after sex and she right. leaves and there's a, I don't want to spoil anything, I know, but, we're already, we're really, but, but there was a, I, my one note for Carly and uh, Liz. Liz when they're in here is like, <laughs> I think it sh- I should have acknowledged the mess. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, I actually <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> every time I watch a sex scene, every time. I, they finish, yeah. and then the guy rolls over, yeah. and then they like talk, and, like, and then one of them gets up and leaves. And I'm like, "Where's the cum?
0: Yeah, where is it? Where's the yeah, cum? Enjoy your UTI. Did he use a condom? <laughs> Did he
1: not use a condom? Like, I so appreciate now gritty, weird sex scenes where they do acknowledge or, something. I'm like, "Why yeah. isn't she? Where, yeah,
0: where's the guy getting up and you go, just sit still, I'll get it. Get, get, yeah, get a towel, like
2: or the waddle, <laughs> the waddle. Oh yeah. Like, yeah.
0: So when realistic. you guys, oh. when you guys got this thing. Well, what was the process <laughs> for you? Like, how did what? How did they get you?
1: You go first, Betty. Um,
0: for GLOW. I, I know you knew them, the creators. Yeah, I
1: knew
2: them as playwrights first. Mm-hmm. I live in New York and knew them through theater stuff yeah. and had done, like, a workshop of one of Liz Flahive's plays forever ago, and it was, like, a week-long thing with Edie Falco played my mom, and I was, like, obsessed wow. with the play, and then when they did the production, they didn't, I didn't get the part. Really? And I was like, ready for an underwater nap forever. Sylvia Plath time. Like <laughs> no. I was like, this is it. Yeah. Life is over. Uh, and then, I auditioned for Nurse Jackie and I knew Liz and Edie both worked on that and I was like, well, I'm fucked. And, but then I got that part and then, so that's how I knew them and Liz and I became friends and um, she mentioned to me forever ago that she and Carly were going to make glow into a show and I sort of immediately put it out of my mind because it was like, it was similar to how I felt meeting you for the first time, Allie. I was like, don't fall in love with this person. It will be too painful if <sighs> you can't. When did you if first you meet her? But she couldn't testing herself. for the show. So it was like, oh, I don't know what the future is going to be. It's... You know, it's like the protection, the vulnerability protection we have to do always in this business of like, I don't know if I'm going to know you for 20 years or never see you again. Right, so yeah. you associate with you with like a very painful memory. Mm-hmm. So I, I tried to keep it at an arm's length forever. And then, yeah, I auditioned and, a bunch of times.
1: <laughs> and we had a, such a funny audition together because... So, mm-hmm. I, so I read the script. My agents had sent it to me. I'd been yeah. reading a bunch of pilots. And I heard about Glow and was like, that's the one. And then... For a while, they wouldn't even see me. Like it was a process, legitimately, even just to get me in the room. And finally, they let me come in for casting on camera. Yeah. And I knew the casting director a little bit, uh, Jen Houston, who had cast another movie I did. Yay. Yay. And so I went in and auditioned for her. And then I came back the next day and auditioned for Genji and Liz and Carly and Tara, who were. Totally silent. Oh, my God. It was like a a real tough room, although Carly acknowledged, and I still think it may have got me the part, an improv I did where I rhymed um, clitoris with Natasha and Boris. It was Uh a Russian reference. (laughs) Really good. (laughs) And and that was the only thing after. She was like, I really like that Natasha and Boris line. And I left, and then I cried in my car because I was like, the room was so weird. I don't think I'm going to get it. The stakes were... I can't. It's like they were laughing during the scene, but as soon as the scenes were over, it was just silence Yeah, and everybody awkwardly looking at Jen and Jen being like, okay, thank you very much. Bye.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: I had already just was so attached. to I was like, what else can we do? So then they were like, well, they want you to fly to Toronto and meet Betty Gilpin, who does not yet have the role for Debbie, but they're thinking about both of you and they want you guys to read together there. They fly me to Toronto. What
0: were you doing there?
1: Uh, this show American Gods. I'm like,
0: oh, what's that about? I saw a coming attraction for it.
2: It's like a Harry Potter meets like comic book noir-y. Oh, yeah.
0: It's not scary.
1: Uh, it's kind of scary. Yeah.
0: Oh, because it looked look like Tales from the Crypt or something. Kind of.
1: <laughs> it's a little scary. Uh-huh. It's like very special effecty. Okay. I think, I
0: think it's, it's a
1: little, little more epic than. Tales from the
0: Crypt. Well, no, just had that vibe like this is making me, cre- it's creeping me out. Yeah. Is there a creep me out? I don't love that stuff, but I, I like the, I, I don't know, it seemed interesting for it the feels three seconds. It kind of
2: video gamey. Like like uh, smart people made a video game. Uh, and sidebar, it's it's a, a master class in misunderstanding the assignment is my performance in that show. Everyone else is like <laughs> squinting <laughs> at the horizon and yeah. like talking in this voice. And then I, I come on for a scene and I'm like, hello! Like cross, <laughs> My, like just being a waspy clown, uh-huh. falling down the stairs. Yeah. Right.
0: So, it's but a, so Ali can't came. Wait and, to yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I came there. Yeah. And and no one was there. Like
0: Genji wasn't
1: there. Jen oh. Houston wasn't there. Yeah. No producers were there. They had gotten some casting director in Toronto who was not attached to Glow at all to put us on tape. She didn't even, she wasn't even in the room. She basically was like, came, it was on a Saturday or yeah. a Sunday maybe, and sort of like was not happy to be there and walked not into her the passion room. Project. She was just sort of like, well, here, Jen left these notes for you and have fun and left. And two of her assistants were just in the room filming us. And one of the scenes was like where we have a big fight and are like fully wrestling each other. Yeah. It was totally. Bizarre though. Yeah. And to be just, like, they flew me all the way out here. I, I I feel like I'm testing for this part with this other actress for no one. Yeah. With no notes in front of two 20 year olds who yeah. were guys, like, that was great.
0: Yeah, I know you guys are <laughs> your pros. You locked in. You did it.
1: We locked in immediately. We went to the yeah. bathroom together uh-huh. and <laughs> the scenes. And yeah. it was great. Yeah. And oh. then we had coffee after, and that's where we both were trying not to fall in love with each other, or the like, trying to be like, but anything could still happen. And Avoiding eye contact,
0: the physicality of the thing. Like I, I really, uh, I kept my distance from all the. Girls, You
1: really did. I, it was it
0: was self-preservation, really. I have not been around that many women ever. Yeah. I mean, right now is about my limit. <laughs> like, what the, what we're doing this right is now is, is about max for me in my life. <laughs> so now that there's 14 of you, and I realize that uh, my, uh I, I don't think my boundaries could have survived sitting with all of them <laughs> every right. day. It especially
1: was crazy because they put all 14 of our chairs in that Next, back, room, in the back like, room,
0: stuffed into the room. And I'd walk back there and be like, oh, no, I and can't. And we'd all just
1: be like, Tampons and yeah. periods. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know what was going on back there, but I know I'd walk back there and I'd know immediately like I'd I, I don't think I can hang out for too long. I'm exhausted.
2: <gasps> right. But no, Mark, I did that too. Like I I sometimes feel like I don't know, coming from theater first and then being on sets. Like, I sometimes feel like it's conducive to one kind of personality being able to get your work done on a set where it's like, okay, I'm here and here's the space I need and my ideas are great and I'm gonna, like, you have so little time to do that and that's not my personality. Like, I've wasted so many takes of different things like trying to get the sound guy to like me or like (laughs) worrying that like, Crafty's mad at me. Um, And, and, you know, Did I just
0: insult Crafty? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. God,
2: my crying scene is over, I guess. I was thinking about crafting. Um so I I felt that too, totally.
0: So a lot of people. And yeah. in theater you yeah. like, you know, you see everybody in makeup and getting costume and then you're just waiting to go on. Right. And then you're on stage and then you're gone.
2: But you also have four weeks of rehearsal right. in the quietest borderline self-righteous room of like, whenever you're ready, take your time. You are so special and magical. And then like, and then, you know, it takes me two weeks of rehearsal to be like, I have a couple ideas. I hope <laughs> no one's mad. And you have to do that the day of right. on a set. Right. And it's taken me, it was a huge lesson for me watching Allie on set being able to like be liked and in charge. <laughs> I thought you had to choose yeah. one. No, oh, thank but, you. But so while you were, while <laughs> you were taking Goal space, achieved. I was also taking space.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, I did, I there's I a lot of sitting around. You know, like yeah, I, yeah. and I knew that from my show, but like I had less to do on this show. Right. So there were times where I'm like, just don't eat. Don't eat. Try not to eat. <laughs> that was
1: the toughest thing <laughs> right because there. we had really good crafty oh, yeah, on but this show. But every hour
0: it was like being on a cruise ship. <laughs> hey, they just put out a full Chinese buffet. You're like, right. what? Now there's
1: hot wings. Yeah.
0: Today it's Indian food. Nah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. And that's all you want to do when you're bored. Too. Just you're like, eat.
0: Let's go to the truck. Then Let's they take a, a walk truck. to the
1: crafty truck and make a sandwich or get an ice cream. Right, and they had the
0: ice cream and the whole kitchen over there and the stuff on set. It have was great. You to just avoid,
1: that's why I bring my own.
0: Just making everyone else feel bad about having a good time, <laughs> eating some food, Every so often cake. I have a
1: little piece of chocolate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but like only
1: what, dark chocolate, it's good for your heart.
0: Yeah, I know, I eat that too. Do you yes, like that it. Trader Joe's special, dark chocolate? Have you seen it? I'll no. show it to you. The, the packaging is very compelling. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it's very good. So when you got the gig, yeah. what, what did they tell you? Like, what, like now you're going to have to train. You're going to have to learn how to wrestle. Because I got to be honest with you, and I've said this before, and I'll probably say it again as we prepare for our junkets, mm. that when I was up on this thing, the when we were shooting that first exchange the interaction with you the the fight in the ring yeah that you know i'm not going to say was planned or not planned but the first time you guys go at each other yeah like i got choked up just because of the intensity of the physicality
1: i love that scene yeah that was our audition scene but every time anyone
0: would do it wasn't like uh like a, a, a connected to emotion just the women doing Shit. Really
1: aggressive shit. Yeah,
0: I was like, it made me choke me up all the time. It was
1: incredible. What is that? It was the coolest thing. I do think also it was cool. We did five weeks, four and a half weeks of, of wrestling training before we started shooting. And it was great because also. All the women on the show got to meet each other and get to know each other in that capacity where we were learning a new thing that no one knew how to do except for Kia, obviously Kia Stevens, who is a professional wrestler. She was great. Uh, And she was incredible and just the most gracious, kind, giving person and really helpful with our training. Um, And Chavo Guerrero, obviously, is our wrestling coach. Chavo Guerrero Jr. Yes. But that time, we all just grew to feel so empowered. And we also were on this high of learning a move and then being able to master it and overcoming our fear of doing stuff was the biggest part of it. Yeah, definitely. Having
2: like the first... Your first experience with your coworkers being like, hi, nice to meet you. Okay, grab the meat of my thigh, put your face <laughs> in my armpit and flip over and try not to break your neck. And I'm going to try and save your life while you do that.
1: It was like, a real bonding experience. Before you like, learned last, people's last names. Yeah. R- right. right. I, it was. That was the, a big challenge trying to learn everyone's names because also everyone's names, then their character names, then their wrestling character names. I don't know if women. I could do
0: it right now. I Oof. think I could do most of them. We don't have yeah. to do it, but there's like
1: I feel like between the three of us we could get it. Yeah, done, there's no but,
0: fourteen of you, yeah, right? It's a
1: lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: I couldn't. I don't know if I could name all the characters' names.
1: I know it's so funny that since we wrapped the show, I've seen smaller groups of the girls a couple times, and it's funny what you said. True, like you still feel like you're getting like we. It was such an intimate job, and at the same time, you see someone and you're like. And what else is going on in your life? Who are you? Like, we're so bi. You're like a sister to me. Yeah. And where are you from originally? (laughs) like yeah. But
2: I love that about being an actor. I feel like it's like, okay. Metaphor, guys. If yeah. your brain is a house, yeah, it's like you know the person's attic. You know their weird upstairs bathroom. But, like, the vestibule in the parlor, you're a little right. not sure. Yeah. Like, don't right. know the, the basic you know. details that you usually learn first right. if you're, like, an accountant. Right. Damn but I, I do,
1: I feel like I know them on a cavewoman level. Sure,
0: the emotional level. Yes. Without details.
1: Right. It's yeah. like none of us are that good at small talk and we all like to share very personal details yeah. about our lives. We're like, so what's you've... the worst thing that's ever happened to <laughs> Right. What's your biggest mistake? Yeah,
0: it's just a boundaryless mess yes. of, yeah. <laughs> of people trying to, you know, speed up the process of knowing each other. Yeah. yeah. Because like, you know, when somebody, when you have 14 women in a show, Yeah. And like, I'd never seen, like there, I noticed a lot of boob adjusting Mm-hmm. And a lot of like yes. a pulling, did you catch th- that? huh? You caught that? Oh my god! I felt bad for you guys. It's a lot like of everybody pulling, things out of, out of our
1: butt, crack. out of butt yeah.
0: cracks. A lot of. Butt did cracks your period sync up?
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think they did. Kind of.
0: Doesn't that happen? That's a real thing. Yeah, that's yeah. a
1: real thing. I they think. did kind of sync up. Yeah. yeah. And then I started doing laser <laughs> hair removal right after. That's what I, I was like, wow, I really need to do laser hair removal if yeah. we're going to wear these high-cut <laughs> leotards. I have to do it immediately. Yeah, there
2: was Summer's Eve spray all over the, um, the training gym. Oh, yeah.
1: Summer's Eve spray is like a vaginal freshening Mark spray
0: knows. Knows. I do I've, well, I've, I've the heard of the audience might not know so there was a lot <laughs> no. of that around it in... so if
1: someone brought it in first as a joke because there's one when we do this head scissor move where literally our trainers would tell us you know you really have to get your crotch up against their chin more than one move it happens <laughs> like so fast so and then you're moves.
2: like I think your vagina just
1: swiped across my eyes and but, I and wasn't closing <laughs> them so many of the moves it's literally how they tell you how yeah. to do it where they're like but really your vagina should be pressed against her face yeah <laughs> So we they someone brought in one of our uh, one of our stunt women Helena Barrett yeah I think yeah. originally brought it in as a joke and then we all started we all would be like wait before what move are this? we doing and you'd be like Shh, push, get the summer's eve <laughs> really yes yeah
0: like what happens like if there's I asked Carly and uh, Liz if there's a season two they got it in their head and they're like kind of you know I I don't know
1: well the cool thing about the way they write the show I do think and I think this comes from their experience with Orange is the New Black and with yeah. a cast this size that they go into it even this season knowing kind of where they want it to go but then they're getting to know everyone and kind of writing to people's strengths right. yeah. which is very
0: cool. It's good. Yeah. Definitely.
1: And now, and picking up on certain things like even our stuff I feel like our undeniable chemistry.
0: It just happens. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like no Marin in here.
1: <laughs> what, you think I'm like that? <laughs> 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 no,
0: that guy's not getting in here. Look They're professional distance. No
1: Marin in here. No Marin, here. No Marin, here. No Marin <laughs> shall
0: pass. I didn't know what to do with you. What? Are you I mean, serious? Of course, I'm serious. Sounds like you're Wait, intimidated. Tom, by let's work Betty. it out. I'm intimidated by Betty. Nah, yeah. I like it. No, you're like this powerful actress coming in, and and, um, and then like, why? Well, I, I interviewed mm. you. Yeah, you had. And you know, we I knew each other. A yeah, a little bit. And then you come in from the stage in New York right sure and Betty Big.
1: is so talented and mm-hmm. so good on
0: but the but in show. like what
1: specific way are you
0: <laughs> just how <laughs> just yeah, you can just I mean, tap yeah, into yeah, like I'm the, just stop stop it's like that, a that was a joke your, so like when we started working you. working together I didn't know if it was a character thing or not but I'm like well, I, I can't seem to charm this one
1: <laughs> hmm. No, Betty was not charmed. by you. I know. I mean, I will say, it's and I'm been pretty
0: a- charming when I turn the juice on. You think right. so? Yeah. Oh, look at that. See, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> that is exactly it. Wait, right. Dark. That was. That's the whole thing. That's no, sort of like. very not- All right. Well. Okay. No. I get it.
2: I here's what I've had this problem since I was little of like my. Face when inside my mind, all the people are like, just don't make any noise and don't just be as small as possible uh-huh. and know like you won't embarrass yourself. That face yeah. is this.
0: Oh yeah, that's and the it face. looks
2: like a fuck you face. Yeah, and I, it's the exact opposite a, a, of what a, I a intend. A scared
0: child in there is that what you're telling me? Yeah, there's a scared child. What a child. great quality though. No. Well, she's
2: only one of the people in my brain. There's oh, also yeah. like Medea at the DMV.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah
2: Jessica
1: Rabbit Yeah, no. See that's what I
0: sensed Like you know Like do you really Want to open that up And you
1: you didn't You weren't sure You were scared
0: Well she You did a lot of Odd things um, That were very funny Are you
1: Out of your mind What odd things Did I do You mean on camera? Yeah, no,
0: the choices, like Uh, like, some of the choices you were doing. Like I I became very, I was like a student of you guys. Like I was like, (laughs) when people talk to me about the show, I was like, it's amazing what Allison does because she's got to be desperate, really ambitious, but also charming. That's hard. (laughs) Thank you. And then when I talk about you, she's like, it's really powerful. And sometimes like these emotions come out and you're like, what the fuck was that?
2: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I mean, I think we're, um, uh, like, I, I think it's appropriate that this is also a show about wrestling, because I think Liz and Carly are tapping into, like... That all women have this, like, inner thing where they're about to throw a watermelon through the window (laughs) at any moment. And, like, we've been pretending that's not how we feel for, like, I don't know, 500 years. Mm -hmm. And I think we're, for the first time, being honest about that Uh feeling. And what better way than to step into a wrestling ring and, like, make the craziest faces possible that, like... Other shows run by men don't let you
1: make
0: when you're an actress yeah, there is of a certain age. I think that's right, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. There was a very cool, I will say, about working with a lot of women and mm-hmm. for women and in this capacity. and Maybe also because my character is so kind of masculine and doesn't wear makeup. But there was like a real lack of vanity mm-hmm. or like just we're used to working under the male gaze and just always right. sort of being like, but everybody should.
0: Be yeah. in love with me yeah. and yeah. think I'm sexy. Yeah.
1: And I'm While strong, I'm being but a professional. there's something about you that is really <laughs> making me question everything. It's something that like, it's not something that's bothered me my whole career, but the absence of it was glaring. I think yeah. it was very freeing. I felt it yeah like, cause that we were very free
2: I was right. so free and I was in a neon diaper and yes. a bra I've never been in
1: less clothes and felt more empowered yes agreed yes <laughs> yeah. and I feel like all the women felt that way
0: no definitely as I was sitting there like as a man that is prone to man shit I had a very hard time sexualizing everybody
1: because we'd be like <laughs> mm-mm
0: <laughs> like I, you know I'd sit there and try and I'm like nope yeah, yeah she's so, just right. we're not like real have deal. Yeah. yeah right exactly <laughs> yes I couldn't understand it
1: yeah to (laughs) be in the minority yeah to be in the minority
0: and sort of be like this is not for me yeah (laughs) but it it was it really worked that way it made me see everybody as as full rounded people definitely didn't you go train with the wrestlers
2: uh, yeah, the two of us did an episode where we trained with... Um, like, is that
0: episode oh, yeah. six? yeah. I, yeah.
1: Was like, I was like, what? You trained <laughs> with the wrestlers yeah. without me?
0: I don't know what happened <laughs> oh, yeah. that day, because there were right. days where I wasn't there at all.
1: Oof, that was a weird day. It was a weird day.
0: Really? With, why, because of the real it was wrestlers?
1: Weird. I don't know.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Wow, maybe this is an off-mic conversation. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was maybe the only day that I felt... A little like
0: unsafe.
2: Not unsafe. Just like oh, oh right, I have tits the size of dead dogs, and people <laughs> look at That sometimes.
0: <laughs> That's going to happen like, throughout Betty. the show, I think.
2: Right. Yeah, but I won't be there to see it. Right, I didn't yeah. feel that way on the day.
1: Who do you think? Even though got- I'm relentless about telling her, I'm
2: noticing your yeah. tits. And- <laughs> Yeah, they are incredible.
0: Yeah, is that should people say that? Would that be good? No, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> just trying to make my parents proud.
0: But what do you think? Who do you think is going to so watch sorry. it? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm so curious. Sorry for
1: what I just said, i <laughs> Are you really objectifying Betty like that? Only because no, we're in love. We have a I deep teed sister. I you up. I pitched hood. you a softball.
0: <laughs> who do you think? Like, I keep watching. I keep thinking like, who's gonna. Like, I think little girls are going to like this.
1: Yeah. Well, that's who loved the original Glow.
0: Really? Young girls.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I
0: didn't do any of the research because they told me I didn't need to know anything. And <laughs> well, I thought yeah. that would be better.
1: I have adult women friends who yeah. watched the show when they were little <laughs> and in and were and 90s. crazy for it. Yeah. And are c- crazy for this show. I mean, I think that
2: once people figure out what, um, what their wrestling is in their life, like, hmm. what... Mm. like so much of it I am a closet fish fan bye guys and I related so much stop everything okay podcast cancelled Fish, the band Fish. No, I know. I know. I, I, I know. People have
0: been telling but me they, t- they want me to interview Trey, and I'm like, I don't know anything you about him. Have to, and I do you a would, joke about it on stage.
1: As you know should this about you, huh? And oh, yet, God. it makes so much. Now that i think about it, I'm sorry, it makes so much sense. It is similar
2: to wrestling. You're in like in that a people hippie girl. Say, well, I mean, I, I, I'm relaxed <sighs> now. Yeah, well. You're
0: relapsing hippie girl. <laughs>
2: no. I've been to some fish shows, and it is a similar thing yeah. to wrestling. Right. In that, right. people say it like that. Like they live oh, through I like, the characters. I like wrestling, or right. but you. It's like this shame mm-hmm. thing, but also like. It, to me, it's a magic part of my life that I I, I so feel funny. magical there. Yeah, I do a whole and bit about this. About uh, the,
0: it starts with the. Fi- it's more about I, I, I do a thing called the uh, the trepidation of the Dave Matthews fan.
2: I am not a Dave Matthews fan. <laughs> no,
0: but I mean it's the same thing. sort I of mean like, it can is I not the you? same thing. I'm not,
2: I'm not, no. not a Dave Matthews can I fan. Tell- do you like, like Frank Zappa? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, it's it's similar. It's like mathematical musical geniuses who are using it in the name of joy.
1: I mean, when I was you in college, there was I to a lot of.
2: Okay, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> go toe to toe with you on Zappa. Let's let's talk about our childhoods.
0: Okay, but what? <laughs> oh, but yeah. So what you're saying is that that there's a large fan base of people that it's very essential to, and they live through the yes. music or the wrestling or whatever it is.
2: Yes, yeah, or that like, um, I think our three characters in this show, Liz and Carly, are painting this picture of why these three people need like, a weird circus soul bubble in their lives that's, like, an escape or something to apply, like, I don't know, they have, like, an inner passion wheel of darkness and ideas and it needs to be funneled into something. And, like, for some strange reason, the three of them find wrestling at the same time Mm -hmm. and... I think that there's something to that. Like, I, that, that other people find that in other things. Well, I, ta- I happen to find it in fish shows from <laughs> 2004 to 2000.
0: Yeah, yeah. And no, I find it in a lot of things. I talked to a real wrestler in here yesterday. Who? Um, AJ Lee, AJ Mendez Brooks, and she was a as a little troubled girl was a fanatic wrestling fan wow and she became a three-time world champion <laughs> but but like it was that thing that escapism that yeah the, for her it was like the 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 real ability to become a superhero yeah like yeah. she looked yes. at them as living superheroes yeah
2: it's yes. crazy i mean i i grew up both of my parents were actors are yeah. actors and did mostly theater and did like classic crazy plays and played crazy characters and it was this crazy escape of uh, being able to make the weirdest sounds and do the weirdest shit and that's what I did in college and then you graduate college. Allie I think had a similar experience. You kind of graduate theater school, and they're like, oh, you're a 22-year-old girl, just blink
1: and say the line just as yourself. We oh, just right, want you to right. be inherently or, you. Or they get very excited to be like, you're attractive and funny, so just to push your boobs up higher and then be funny. Right. <laughs> adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. But not adorable. too funny, because he's got the laugh yes, lines, so funny. I mean,
2: he you're the is man. incorrigible, <laughs> and you really just are falling in love with him, um, even though he crashed your car. Uh, yeah. it's And so I feel like wrestling is like it allows us to be as crazy and wild as I was Definitely. stoned
1: in acting school. It's, uh, because we did talk about this a lot that I've never felt as free as since I was in college. And then as I did on this show, it was yeah. it, re- reminded me a lot of my the essence of myself, which I really experienced in college, letting loose, doing theater doing the stuff you love also kind of trying crazy things taking no idea risks. is yeah. too, too strange
0: taking right. risks because you just creative don't care risks. the sky right. is
1: the limit and all right. that stuff. creative risks and you're getting to know who you are right. in a real way Primal. and like being who you are yeah. yeah. and celebrating that and then you it gets beaten out of you while you're trying to work and be like don't be you be the perfect thing that we're looking for right oh yeah yeah and so then, it was
0: liberating
1: very much so yeah
2: Yeah, I remember I pitched to Liz and Carly. um, My wrestling character is the all-American hero, Liberty Bell. And while the election was happening, I was like, what if she's like, Liberty Bell? You know, sometimes she's like a Southern belle, like Blanche DuBois. But when she gets angry, it's Trump's America. And we like, go to this place. And and (laughs) I was like, pitch this whole heady thing. And they were like, no, wrestling, everything's clear in wrestling. Like, you know exactly who Mm -hmm. you are. You are who you are. You're fighting for this thing. Like there's, n- there's no, con- that's for a real life. The- that confusion is for mm-hmm. real life. And I was like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> and that's Beautiful. true. And that's the balance that, that happens is, that, and that's why it's going to keep getting more interesting because there's going to be more wrestling and there's going to be more real life. Mm-hmm. Like in this, in right. Cause I, now what you, when you're saying it, the time, the moment that you both become the wrestling personas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole thing just changes. Right. It's so It's so heightened mm-hmm. and so raw. But but the other thing that's amazing about a fish concert, generally speaking, <laughs> or a wrestling show, is you can experience all this with a context.
1: Right, Yeah. You're, you're
0: not just out in the world acting like a crazy person. That, yeah. Right. It, it, it's a safe
1: a, space. There's a
0: support system to give you that freedom to do that.
1: Definitely. It was cool. We talked a lot about this in terms of our characters and their relationship and how... You know, it's a complicated relationship over the course of this season. And yeah. when we're outside the ring, it's obviously way more complicated and 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 difficult. And then when we're in the ring, things are so black and white, and you're playing totally different people. And they're able to exist and have a totally different well, relationship, which becomes yeah. very important. Right. Well,
0: that was the ring tricky because thing. Because of those
1: boundaries. Yeah. Right.
0: And then uh, you actually begin to resolve it. That the relationship off, like it's pretty. A her- little bit, but also that, not. Right. The tasks yeah. that you guys had, given what the situation is out of the ring and then getting into the ring, like that's a, that was a, that was quite right. uh, quite the acting feat for both of you.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I've had that with um like when you act with someone who you have a difficult history with, yeah, and you can like look in you each both other's had that? eyes,
1: yeah, yeah, you or can like a, look not necessarily a difficult history, but it, certainly there are people you, yeah, you yeah. act with someone who or who you don't particularly like, right, and then right. next thing you're doing a scene where you're in love or uh, right. or yeah. just good friends or yeah. whatever, right, and you can
2: like. Hold eye contact or, or or be physically close or do
1: things. And actually feel deep, meaningful stuff with yes. them in that moment as the character. Right, right. And then cut, it cut off. and you're just. But also oof. it's like, I, I feel like it's. <laughs> don't touch for me. For our characters too,
2: it's like when they're wrestling, it's like this tiny little inner soul self being like. I love you. Yes. All the other people who are operating in this body hate you. <laughs> but I, the most important one, love you.
0: And, and that's you. funny because that's what wrestling is, is you've got to carry each other. Like there is some, yeah, that, that the core of it is that we're on the same team.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so much about that trust. And, and Betty and I have incredible wrestling Chemistry. Watch out! I have Aaron. to say, not the only one with chemistry. With <laughs> our chemistry Harris. in the ring is unstoppable. It is unstoppable. It's we pretty are great. By, we clicked immediately. It's like yeah. kind of crazy to me. It was, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it looked great. Thank you. The whole thing is very moving for me. I, I feel like. I uh, yeah, but I feel like I don't feel like an outsider, but you know I am this weird cranky presence. You are, that, and then I'm going to have to <laughs> l- learn about wrestling. That was the other thing I got uh, frustrated with watching the season. It's like I should have known more. <laughs> the character,
1: right? Yeah, right. but but what? but that
0: scene but where, that's where, that's where that... you're reading the script of mine, it was so sad.
1: Oh my god,
2: I your know. eyes in that oh scene! God. You're so excited.
0: <gasps> what Damn. happened? Like I don't know what's going to happen. I know. It's exciting. Seem,
1: yeah, you it seem, is exciting. Yeah. And Excited.
2: you're so goddamn good in it. Oh, there was you. a day where I tried to give you a compliment, and I don't think that you understood that I was talking about you. <laughs> 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 I was trying to tell you that you were such a good actor, and we were talking about James Gandolfini. Oh, yeah. And I said, I was trying to tell you that you were this way. That a, a lot of a problem that I have with a lot of male actors is like, I feel like they're too afraid to not only play status like to play vulnerability or to not know the answer to a question and I was saying like James Gandolfini like he's not afraid to be like you know powerful in one moment and then like a scared little boy in the next and I do feel like that that is you in this show? Oh, thank you. It's, That's it's, sweet. it's now I really heard amazing it. To, you heard it. I, heard I it. saw it's you like wanted all this squinting and chewing on something. Betty. You're like, "Yeah, I don't know about that." And I was like, "He doesn't even know what I'm talking about."
0: <laughs> well, I I had decided that 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 the tone that you took with me was <laughs> was sort of like I, I I guess it's my own brain. Uh-huh. I, I had you on this. Uh, like I thought, this is the theater uh, uh, lady mm-hmm. coming in to work with the you know us Hollywood us, types.
2: Yeah. It only means that I don't have health insurance.
0: Ah. <laughs> That's what a theater lady means. <laughs> now I do. Okay. Well yeah. cool. congratulations! Oh, Thank you, guys. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> I don't wanna brag. See, the unions can work sometimes. Aww. Yep, sometimes. <laughs> well, we're, so I'm excited we're going to London and Paris and New York and to sit in a hotel room and have and, a parade talk of again reporters about... ask yeah. us the same questions. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: have those... you ever done that before?
0: Well, I've been on the other side of it before. Right. Like, I've been one of the people. You've been people... going room to room? Well, yeah, where it's sort of like, okay, you got 10 minutes um, with Colin Firth.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. How was Colin
0: uh, it was okay. It was like the, I mean, it was. I don't remember what it was for. It was when I was at Air America doing the video show. But I've never. I'm trying to think if I've ever. Um, I've done press before, and I certainly do interviews. But I don't know how they're going to structure this. I think we go and sit somewhere. I don't know. I don't I know think how many... It's like
1: we sit in a room and, and there's like a glow backdrop behind us, and then one by one, everyone comes in and gets like five minutes.
0: Are there pictures? No. Okay.
1: Unless they take it with their.
0: Cell right, phone. but what, no,
1: maybe there will be separate pictures. I don't know.
0: Someone should tell me so I can bring an outfit.
1: Uh, you no, definitely should hacking. have an outfit. I'm
2: nervous.
0: Really? Yeah. We. You, what's funny is, is that with each one, you get sort of better at the 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 story you're going right. to tell. Yeah. You know, and by the last one, they get the best one because you're like, you finally put all the thoughts together.
1: Totally. <laughs> well, or I feel like you so you say this. I always feel bad for like the guy filming it, the camera guy who's in the room with for you all, all day. Right. And just, you just, your thing gets really canned and you're just like, it was a wonderful experience. Well, my wrestling name in real life would be yeah. every time again and again and again, and you have to take a break and go like, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> And by every like hour and a half, you're like, okay, now I found a new answer. Yeah. Now that'll be the answer for the next hour. See, I'm and only going to be thinking
0: about that guy, right? Yeah, right. And then after <laughs> you do that, going to be. Then after you do like, the new hey, answer, I'm real. I'm real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you look at him like, huh? Like, That's good. I
1: found something new. I figured <laughs> out a new thing.
0: But what are we going <laughs> to do I like in London? About it
1: go we're going crazy
0: yeah
1: i want to see a kate nash show i wish she would do one while we're there i don't know she's been touring
0: yeah i'm only there for a new album out i have to run back quick from the paris i feel
1: like we're all i feel like we're like we're going to london and paris and we're basically gonna like fly there sit in a room all day fly to paris sit in a room all day
0: leave oh so you're leaving too that quick i think so yeah i gotta get back to new york for a book thing it's that book expo thing i hear uh, whatever I have to fly.
1: Tell back. us more cool. about it.
0: I'll show you the galley <laughs> of the WTF book. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about glow. It's WTF. Um mm-hmm. where are you guys going now? You're going to Netflix to do a
1: doing a, a little interview, another interview. We're yeah, I all did. the same thing. I guess
0: I wasn't part of so that. This was one. a good
1: warm-up. Hmm they yeah. were
0: like <laughs> I guess I'm not going to that just said, like your wedding It's definitely
1: not Mark yes I said <laughs> yeah. this is the same it thing yeah. so as long fun, as Mark is an not honor invited to be there.
0: that's the secret you God what the best yeah. night
1: of my life everyone my most favorite people yeah. were there yeah. Yeah. yeah and my chair was
2: like a little higher than everyone
1: else's mm-hmm. chair
2: hmm
0: yeah. Why
1: is my
2: chair? Oh my God! Like Betty the was there, was her husband, and me. I gave Betty just
1: an extra empty chair. Uh-huh, so yeah. So she could, for her bag. See, I know
0: what was really going on on set. Like, I didn't go back to hang out with the girls because you would go back and go like, "Isn't it so silly how funny Mark is around me? I can make him do anything. Do you guys want to want to watch me make Mark do things?
1: <laughs> oh my God! In your mind, all it's we're consumed by yeah. our relationship to you.
0: <laughs> no, nobody come back
1: into the room. Hey, everyone, did you just see what
0: Mark did? Now I'm back here. <laughs> Thank God he's not back in this room with us. I, I did. I felt so small. I never, Aww. I didn't, not in a bad way. I did. I just, I, like hearing I knew that. that um, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, you know, I knew that going in and I wanted to, I didn't, to, I was very relieved not to have the responsibilities I had on my show. Sure. And to try to act outside of that because I haven't acted outside of being me. And, sure, right. and also, like, I like... That's not I, true.
1: You, you were in Mike and Dave.
0: For a minute. And I did that Bartender. easy thing. <laughs>
1: You're easy. That's a very... That good that was after. Character. Oh, right. Oh. But... No, it wasn't. You had done easy before we shot I did? this. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's true. But anyways, <laughs> I was excited in to be working with an ensemble and a group of people. And just to be like, you know, I didn't want to. I was very relieved. Not to have any responsibility other than to act,
1: right. and you liked that even once it was happening.
0: I liked it, but I don't know what to do with the time. Like yeah. it starts to get like I just and also I kept sitting in Video Village because that's where I used to sit on my show, and I told Carly and, and uh, Liz I'm like it's just, I just had to sit there, and they're like we know, we and know.
1: all the girls were in the back and we were like Mark's sending a very clear message to all of us. <laughs> we were it not like want to sit with all the actresses. Has <laughs> to be at Video Village
0: with the director. Yes. Right. They knew. They, they It was better for everybody. They didn't want, you know. Don't they,
1: you you got to like listen to podcasts on set if you're going to sit by yourself.
0: And then like we, Chris. We would develop
1: hilarious bits. Oh, no, Chris I, would sit, sit and read, read books.
0: I was sort of like, what are you trying to prove? <sighs> I always try to books. read
1: a book on set. I'm always like, Hi, I can be an intellectual too. And then yeah. I bring a book. I never can get reading because all I want to do is fuck around with everyone.
0: I watch the entire Sopranos.
1: Oh, yeah, you did. You've been watching it in the car. You've been watching it constantly. Stop. I couldn't that stop was a watching good thing to I got do. that
0: HBO Go. I was like, this is the fucking <laughs> best. And this is what I'm going to I be only doing. watch
1: shows
2: on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I tried to segue James Gandolfini reference into a compliment. Oh,
1: came I'm sure. Up. He
0: came up. I think we were talking about actors. Because you
1: were constantly talking about that show, because it's all you were doing
0: I, for a while. And then then that guy, that director, what was his name? Phil? Phil. He directed the The
1: DP. He was the DP on it. Yes. That was very cool. And he was our DP the first season of Mad Men and he directed a lot of Mad Men episodes. And I think his episode is...
0: I liked it. The patio town. I love it. That was a nice day hanging out at the furniture store. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I took a nap on some of that furniture. It was great. We talked about our families.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm very excited. It's all very exciting. So by the time this goes up, we'll have gone to London and Paris and New York.
1: But the show will not be out yet.
0: I think we're going to put this up around the first, right before, right before. There's going to be a bunch. Carly and Liz, all the writers really you guys have yeah. you done the
1: writers yet yep <gasps> whoa I'm gonna do whoa. Gen G
0: I did the writers oh on I can't set. wait
1: to listen I feel like it's gonna be such interesting because writers they keep they like to keep all their secrets they play everything really close to the vest and they just yeah, like they don't want to give Jones anything like, away I went to jail for 12 years yeah. <laughs> I would not be shocked yeah.
0: for, for stalking <laughs> But it's all very exciting. I'm excited. I'm I'm downplaying it.
1: I'm super pumped. I've never been more excited about anything in my life. Really? I'm not downplaying it. Really? How about you? I'm really excited and I'm I'm really scared and
0: <laughs> Really?
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: I'm really excited. Um I do you think we're okay? We've resolved our thing? I think so. Okay. You I'll know. try to not make it personal. Right. Yeah. And I'll try to. Okay, good. Thanks, ladies. (laughs) I love you, Mark. Love (laughs) you, too. (laughs) Okay, great. Wasn't that fun? That was fun. Was it not fun? It was fun, right? Glow, again, premieres this Friday, June 23rd on Netflix. All episodes, 10 of them, will be available at once. So do with it what you will. Okay. All right. And thank you for all the musicians that got back to me. Looks like I got a crew. I got a crew. A jam in July. <laughs>